Filmmaking is not about the tiny details. It's about the big picture. But shouldn't I stop making movies and do something that counts, like like helping blind people or becoming a missionary? I want this picture to be a commentary on modern conditions, stark realism, the problems that confront the average man. But with a little sex. A little, but I don't want to stress it. This whole thing is turned into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? No. <laughs> well, you will. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Some Kind of Movie. We're going to talk about Godzilla tonight, and I am Sean Levy. John Otney. Colin Westman. Matt Kirstens. Are all here today to join me for this discussion where we find out exactly what kind of movie Godzilla is. We're talking about uh, the new one, the 2014 Godzilla, directed by Garrett something? Gareth Edwards? Gareth Edwards? Maybe Gareth Edwards? What has he done before? Does he did know? a movie called Monsters, which was an independent movie with Scoot McNary that was about a monster invasion but it was really low budget and you practically never saw them but people say that it was pretty effective I've never seen it hmm. but apparently they're like wow you know he really handled the human story of this monster thing so let's give him like 200 million dollars to have it <laughs> that's crazy but that's that shit's happening these days like Jurassic Park, you know, the new one's handed has been handed off to the safety not guaranteed guy. So maybe it'll pay off for these guys. I mean Godzilla's made a lot of money so far, so And it's interesting, it's not really a movie that's propelled by any star power either. I mean I guess you could say Brian Cranston is a big deal, but you know, he's a TV big deal, which is like never enough for the studios to really make a, a big bet. I think I heard that was the director's decision was to go with uh a more eclectic cast. I mean, to see like Sally Hawkins and Brian Cranston in like an action movie. We're like um, barely. Brian Cranston's in barely in it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he's in it quite a bit for like 15 minutes. And yeah. Peace. <laughs> Strategic mistake. Not spoilers. Yeah, I'll maybe spoil. we'll Are just. We spoiling? I guess let's just uh, take a quick poll. Who liked the movie? I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, <laughs> as, as always, I I knew this going in. It, I could have used more Godzilla, but I feel like I was expecting that. So, yeah, I thought it was fine. Okay, fine. I mean, um, the parts with Godzilla were friggin' awesome. <laughs> so, Even though he's so fat? Yeah, I, that's like one of the things I like about it. I mean, I mean, maybe not specifically. So fat. I mean, I'm not like a huge Godzilla fan, but I didn't really didn't. Not specifically that he's fat, but that he looked kind of like the old Godzilla, and he almost looked like he was a guy in a costume, but like CG, and uh, and also the fact that I feel like since he was so bulky, when they when when he fought other monsters, I feel like you could see it, you know, whereas. I feel like in like a movie like Transformers, like they're huge, but they're also like kind of lean and they move really, really fast, so you can't really tell what's going on. At least in the in the fight scenes in this movie, I was I was I was pretty sure what was going on most of the time. Yeah, so that, that was, was a plus. Definitely, definitely like some sweet like kicks and tail whips where it was like just huge and you could tell like shit was going down. Well, I like the girth because it kind of gave him <laughs> like. A little more personality. He came off as kind of like a grumpy old, crusty like he dude. Was so like out of shape. He wasn't like. I mean, he wasn't like. <laughs> he was just huge. 
He's, uh, he's what I mean. fat. Yeah, he's not like fat, but he's like, you know. <laughs> I think the extra weight. Yeah, like maybe he only fights every two thousand years. Or yeah, something. he's just trying to just trying to hang out and like sleep. Yeah. And these giant bug things are waking him up. And he's like, "God damn it, you yeah, guys are dicks! I, I I'm gonna smash a, you." Yeah, I definitely got like a like an angry old man. Yeah, I guess I did get that kind of vibe. Just like he doesn't want to fight these guys. He's just like he has to because he's Godzilla. And how's all about Ken Watanabe? Um, just like listen to the goddamn man, all right? <laughs> You were all about Ken Watanabe? Yeah, I was just all about how I was like, you know, he knows. See, I was, I wanted to be all about Ken Watanabe, but he, the, his performance was like the most tired, like phoned-in performance I've seen in a major picture in a while. He just seemed out of it the whole movie, and like he's, also, he's like he's dispensable movie, shit. talking about how great Godzilla is and how he wants to just let Godzilla fight all the time. That's sweet. I mean, he he wanted what I wanted. I want to see that. Yeah. I mean, he was trying to be all like deep and like being like, oh, this is nature. You must let nature do what it does. But really, he's just like, I'll see some some people kick each other's asses. That'd be fucking sweet. But, you know, he couldn't do that. People wouldn't think he's as, as wise. And it's interesting. You don't really see Godzilla ever attack people or like cause. Well, you do see him cause that tidal wave that kills a bunch of people, but it's it's not really folk like it's it the movie never really dwells on the idea that Godzilla is a villain. It it's pretty upfront from the beginning that like Godzilla's just there to fight the Mutos, which by the way, not a fan of the Mutos. They looked pretty shitty. I thought. I mean, they kind of remind me of a lot of those recent J.J. Abrams yeah. monsters, where it's just like. Uh, just give it like forty legs and call it a day. Well, they only had four legs. I mean, any? Are you sure? Look, think about it. Had six legs. It, it walked weird. It looked like a bug. It looked yeah, like a bug. It had like two main legs and then and, wings. One and then I hated how angular they looked and how smooth they were. And then they're like black. Like they looked like weird toys or something. Like they didn't really look like organic creatures in any way. They didn't look like they belonged in the same movie with Fat Godzilla. No, not at all. So that it was that was kind of weird. What kind of monster would you have liked to see then? I mean, I would have liked to see them try to include one of the original ones, though. I'm I'm aware that that would have been tricky. I guess. Uh, why would it, why would it have been tricky? I mean, I get, I don't know. I guess it wouldn't have. I mean, I know nothing about any I, of the other Godzilla characters. I think when you think of Godzilla's monsters, you probably first think of Mothra, and that one is probably never going to happen in an American movie because it's literally just a giant moth that exists to save the world, and it's summoned by magical twins. <laughs> like, they're not going to do that. I but, mean, the, yeah, they're all like from like weird places too. Like a lot of them are from space and everything. I mean, you have to change a lot, I guess, to, like, rework them. So maybe it was easier just to start from scratch. But, I like, I don't think it would be hard to for them to do Godzilla versus a three-headed dragon. I guess. I mean, I probably would have appreciated, even if they, like, didn't follow like, King Ghidorah's backstory. Like, I, I'm really that passionate about his backstory. I would have appreciated kind of the homage to the original. Like, oh, that looks like one of the monsters he fought. 
in the original series, you know, they're they're paying attention to what you know fans would like to see. Um, yeah, the, those Muto things weren't really uh, doing it for me at all. But I, I mean, it, the, on the other hand, though, then I really appreciated when Godzilla destroyed that. <laughs> it's true, and he really destroyed that one. Uh, anyway, you guys just want to like go through the plot pretty quick. Sure. Okay, so the movie starts out. It's pretty cool. It starts out with like uh, classified documents and like stuff getting redacted uh, as they show footage of like nuclear tests and stuff. Uh, at the time, I was like, "This is pretty sweet," but then later on, I realized, well, by making Godzilla an ancient beast, like you're kind of taking away one of the best parts of the character that he came from the nuclear testing and, and that. Like, he's a metaphor for nuclear bombs and stuff. Um, I mean, they switched that over to the other monsters, sort of. But like, Sort of. Though I do agree, it would be it's way more interesting when Godzilla is the product of that, because he's our star. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of like the backstory of them trying to blow him up. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, but, but do you like the backstory of, like... There's just always been a Godzilla who exists to fight giant monsters. Yeah, whatever. I'm not like I'm kind of over the whole like uh, like America's over the whole nuclear war will be bad. I'm still hung up on it, man. It's not cool. Well, you know what I mean. Like it's like yeah, we get it. Nuclear war is like bad, but it's not like super impending doom anymore. Oh, but yeah. like now now climate change is our big yeah, issue. There you so go. it's nature striking back. Exactly. All right. I'll allow it then. Um, so then the movie cuts to uh, the Philippines, I think, where we see uh, our scientist heroes. And it takes place in 1999, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, is this taking place like right after the 1998 <laughs> Godzilla? Like, are they going to be connected? That would be so sweet. But Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Start start to we need a lot of fish. Oh yeah, that was his idea. Did that work? Well, yeah, they fed Godzilla. That's a that's a, th- a weird thing between both American Godzillas is like the government goes out of its way to feed Godzilla in both <laughs> movies as part of a dumb plan that doesn't work. I mean, if he's been around that long, he's probably doing okay. Wait, when yeah. did they try to feed him in this movie? They, like, have all these nukes. That, oh, they're feeding uh, the other ones. Godzilla doesn't eat nukes. Godz- Godzilla doesn't eat a nuke? No. Okay. Well, they're feeding the things that Godzilla's gonna... I guess he doesn't feed on those guys either. <laughs> yeah, but they weren't feeding them nukes, because they're like, oh, here you go. You hungry? What a nuke? <laughs> well, but their plan was, we're gonna put a nuke out in the ocean as bait. So, like, they get it. Are nukes themselves that radioactive? Dude, I don't know. Because I thought that was weird. I was like, I'm pretty sure eating a big metal canister is not, like, super radiation. Like, what were these dudes eating before they had nuclear bombs? That's all we see them eat. <laughs> it's so stupid. That part was pretty stupid. Anyway, they, they be, in the beginning of the movie, they go down to this cave, and they find bones of a dinosaur thing that was even bigger than Godzilla. <laughs> There's so many, like, ancient monsters everywhere. <laughs> that you I see was, like, none of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just accept it, I suppose. 
And then they find, like, an egg shell or something, and they're like, whoa, wait, what's going on here? And they cut to the outside, and there's, like, this giant destroyed path leading to the ocean, which, like, how come no one ever noticed this? I just assumed that was Godzilla at the time. I thought it was, too. That was confusing at the time. But no, because what we, what we find out next is uh, we cut to Japan, where Brian Cranston is trying to raise his family. Uh, where he works at some sort of reactor. Nuclear power plant. Nuclear power plant. Some sort of reactor. <laughs> I, I was never quite sure what it was that he did. Because he seemed pretty connected. Um, and that's where we have this uh, this meltdown that happens. Uh, that, that claims the life of the Lady Cranston. And, uh, Lady Cranston. And then the whole zone gets quarantined. Uh, and we cut to the future. And now we have uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson as as Walt Jr. Um, <laughs> he's a soldier. Uh, and he's like a, a bomb disposal guy, right? Yeah. And he's just going back from over there, wherever the war is in this universe. Uh, and he goes to his family in San Francisco featuring kid who does nothing and wife who does nothing and the whole plot. It was uh, Elizabeth Olsen, right? It was. Yeah. She was worried. So, she was worried. The whole movie. You know, they're going to be brother and sister in uh, The Avengers. Oh, That's pretty yeah. sweet. That's weird. Are they the Wonder Twins? Sort of. Like, <laughs> as close as you get in the Marvel Universe. Is that Hanna-Barbera? What did you guys... What? I think Nancy had a Wonder Twins question. <laughs> I hope. Hanna-Barbera. I think they were the product of Hanna-Barbera. When are they going to make mean, a Hanna-Barbera, the... like, 50 movies? Well, they, they hung out with the Justice League. So if they ever make a yeah. Justice League movie, we can only hope that they will be smart enough to include the Wonder Twins. Um, Colin, I think you mean the Super Friends. Fucking it's a difference. Yeah, <laughs> not really, just a name. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Wonder Twins had a monkey too. That was like, he's like kind of smart, but also kind of retarded and from space. Well, Did like... the the Space Ghost brother and sister have a monkey too? Were they always turned oh, into oh, like yeah. mops and stuff? Well, one always turned into animal, the other always turned into liquid, because yeah. that's the perfect combination. Animal, like, like liquid methane. I mean, I suppose. Uh, are we, oh yeah, anyways. So Aaron Taylor Sh- Johnson. Sean was giving a very nondescript uh, <laughs> description of every character in the movie. Well, they give very nondescript performances. Pretty much. That was I definitely mean, it, a problem with me. It was appropriate. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you what they were supposed to do to make Aaron Taylor Johnson interesting, but I mean they didn't do it though. I, I mean I don't know if it's a problem that they made him a soldier who like seemed like he had always had something to do, but didn't really have like any sway in changing anything at any point in time. <laughs> I feel like no matter what he did, it was irrelevant. So much, they might no as well. What anyone did was irrelevant. 
I mean, so why make more... him a soldier? Just to get him, I guess, to get him close to the action. Yeah, and it's yeah. more just like wondering, is he going to die? Like the whole movie. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they spent too much time on like military bullshit. Had they like made him like just a regular guy in the city trying to get like back to his family the whole time? I feel like then maybe you could have made more of a personal connection. But since he's always doing generic military stuff that doesn't matter, you're never really that interested. Would that have been part of, like, the uh, whole Japan thing, too? Yeah, I would say, except at the very beginning, when he, when the characters are actually interesting. Uh, I like the Japan part, yeah. So, uh, he's back in the States for, like, 20 minutes before he has to go to Japan to bust Brian Cranston out of uh, jail. Because he's been trespassing in the in the quarantine area where they're they used to live, where the meltdown happened. Um, so it turns out Brian Cranston is crazy now because he's so obsessed with uh, finding out what happened that killed his wife, um, and he convinces Aaron Taylor Johnson Ford, right? That's the name Ford. Ford. Yeah, I like, but I like Walt Jr. <laughs> <laughs> So they go back to, they break into the quarantine zone, they go back to their house, they find floppy disks, which they say are really important, but then ultimately contribute nothing. Um, they get arrested and for some, and also brought to exactly where they wanted to go, which is uh, where the plant used to be, which is now uh, this giant pit where they have this egg that they're shooting energy at because feeds on energy. Uh, right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Whatever. I don't know why that seemed like a good idea to anyone. Um, I guess they just didn't want it to die. They want to keep it like so they can study it and stuff. But then so, for some reason at that one point where it gets like all that electricity... How did that accident happen? What they it was there was like it's starting to gather energy for an electromagnetic pulse, according to Brian Cranston. Uh, so like, all right, well we'll just shock the shit out of it and it'll like overload and die. Um, but it didn't. It made the thing hatch, and it hatches and it fucking kills Brian Cranston and also like a bunch of random people who are running from it. Because, like, every single time it takes a step, it's got to stomp on something. It's just trolling. Um, but, God. What a mistake it is killing Brian Cranston. Like, I, what yeah, were I mean, they thinking? Don't you think the movie would have been so much better had he just been the star the whole yes. way through? <laughs> He's, like, the only character you could relate to on, on any level. Because he had an arc. All, and, all Walt Jr. had was, I want to go home. And what was so weird is like they kept they they like needed to keep Ford around like because oh you know like know about your father's research like sort of which he didn't he didn't really. he had just heard about his <laughs> yeah, father's they research don't, they don't know that they didn't know that he just heard about it I just was there ever a scene where they're just like asking him the questions that he's just like yeah uh I don't know I mean they just yeah, kind of like, like kept once, him there is scene. yeah. That scene exists. Yeah, he's I like, don't I don't remember. know, and then they stop asking. They're like, okay. He's like, I don't know, something about echolocation, maybe. Yeah, and then they didn't do anything with echolocation at all. They never mentioned it again. 
No, I think that that's their basis for deducing that um, the the one that hatched was calling for something. Because remember, for a little bit, they're like, why is it calling for Godzilla if Godzilla wants to fight it? And they're like, it's not calling for Godzilla. It's calling for this other hunk of junk we have hidden in uh, Nevada. It's communicating. So this thing hatches. It's got wings. It kills some people. Uh, and then disappears. Classic giant monster movie move, apparently. Like, Oops, can't find it. Uh, and at least there they try to explain it. It's because, like, radar bounces off of it weird or something. Well, because, yeah, because it, like, dis- it disrupts anything electromagnetic or electronic. So they can't find it. They can only see it. Clever. That was, that was a good move. Good move for this prehistoric creature. <laughs> so, uh, at some point, then Ford uh, ends up in Hawaii, right? Mm-hmm. And he's in Hawaii, and he's trying to get home from Hawaii. And they also track the uh, the Muto there. And Godzilla not... at this point. Yeah, well, that's because, I mean, apparently Godzilla is attracted to these things. He just... He's instinct has to he has to kill them i guess mm-hmm. so then godzilla shows up uh what did you guys think of godzilla showing up in hawaii how did that how did that sequence suit you good yeah i was pretty okay with the hawaii sequence um i liked the part when they're trapped on the train and it's rolling towards the monster uh, i didn't like that like they literally end it on like Godzilla winding up to punch it and a door closes and you can't see it anymore. That was kind of a trouble. Yeah, they always they always cut just when you wanted to see what happened. I mean, I I'm I guess they didn't want to give you too much. They always wanted you to uh, you know, leave you wanting more, but I don't think anyone liked that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like everyone was like, "God, what the fuck? Come on, that's like the interesting part." And I like so often people rag on movies for spending too much time on CGI fights that I want to respect their decision to focus on the human story. Uh, I mean, that was the hype going into this. Was This is like a horror movie that's like what it would really be like if Godzilla was attacking, which is not I what this never, movie is. Yeah, I never felt like that. Um, but God, it's disappointing <laughs> to... You know, wait a long time for Godzilla to show up, and then he's there, and he's ready to fight, and then they just take it away from you. Yeah, but didn't you like seeing Ford protect that kid? It's okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's okay. Yeah, I like that. Actually, I like that too. But there's no payoff like with that little yeah, the, the little the kid runs of off. The story. And his parents are right there. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember Nancy. You were like, God, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Because well, like everyone was expecting was just, that like heartfelt moment, like yeah, I, I like it I was been... saying I was saying what the fuck to like his parents don't even like look don't around even, and like, see care. like you know he didn't get any props for it. So you yeah. wish he had just like walked up to him. Well, and I, he was I, like, I, I, I saved your kids, so thank you might have been in order. I mean, I think the audience would have appreciated that like compassion between these two people. That oh, you know, all this catastrophe is going on, but look, this guy reunited this family. But that you didn't even get any of that. It just the kid runs off and he goes. Ford goes back to doing military stuff. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, he somehow, somehow he ends up on some train. Well, before that, he like 
gets to get on a military plane flying back to the United States. Yeah. Somehow, I guess just just by being military, they let mm-hmm. him on. He's the bomb guy. But he's not their bomb guy. They have like a whole, whole bomb team. Yeah, but he's like the best bomb guy. So anyway, while this is happening, they cut away to, um, well, first to the ship where they're like, well, "What are we gonna do? I don't know. Let's." They like to feed on nukes. Let's just put a nuke out in the ocean, and then we'll blow it up, and then I'll kill all three of them. And Ken Watanabe's like, "That's a dumb, dumb plan." They feed on nukes. Why would nuking them work? And we tried this in the '50s with our nuclear tests and totally failed. And this other guy's like, "Dude." This bomb is like a thousand times better. Trust me. And they just go with it because they don't know what to do. Um, but then they hear that something. They figure out the thing about the uh, like. Well, he's calling for something in Nevada, and so they send this team to Nevada. And once again, they like go through this deep underground complex, only to find a giant gaping hole and a giant trail of destruction leading to Las Vegas. And they didn't hear like, it. You guys should just he was, like. He was really sneaky about it. You guys should look around before you go deep underground. Um, I mean, this thing was even bigger too. That yeah, one. much bigger than the other one for for the egg holding ability. Um, Hold on, just a minute. What I didn't understand, and then I may have just missed, was how did that one know to like. How, how did it come about just right then, like at that moment? Like, how did it? Did was it? Was it the one that escaped from the bone layer and it was just like hanging out, or so th- did it hatch from an egg? It was in an egg that they said they had already vivisected and were certain that was dead, but guess not. Well, when did they do that? Just in the past. <laughs> so it just woke up one day. They just had a giant. Oh uh, no, no, no! Or? It woke up because the uh, the other one was calling for it. Remember. Okay, so it was just lying around, like, maybe in an egg sack or something. Yeah, just dormant. And they thought I, it was dead, but it wasn't. But doesn't need... How is it living? Like, doesn't need to power off a... Ah, but... Energy? Dude, they were keeping it in, uh... Where, where the United States disposes of all their nuclear uh, waste. Okay. So it was like... You know, it was like living surrounded by half-chewed food. It's like... Well, I guess that makes enough sense. It's gonna be kind of okay. gross. Did they not kill it? They said they said they thought it was dead. They said they had vivisected it. What is that? They're certain it was dead. A vivisection is when you cut something up, you know, like like when you dissect a frog, but it's alive. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that thing goes and wrecks Las Vegas just for gratuitous footage of a thing wrecking a city. Although not much, not a lot. Um, And this is our that gives us our first chance to check back in with Ford's useless family, who are watching TV and then they like turn it off without really appreciating. I I appreciate no, I I like the humor of like the kid watching it with like the volume kind of down and his mom like like, turn off TV. Now those there's there's some nice little gags like that and they're like just, just kind of showing you how ridiculous all of this is. Uh, I, I think it was thinking, a little self-aware and I kind of like yeah. it. I just kept thinking like what if I was watching that on TV? That would be so insane. <laughs> That's the only part of it that I really felt like this could be like in real life. It would be on cable news. <laughs> 
pretty sure it would be on all news. Yeah. Every channel. Yeah. Um, so at this point, the stage is set. We have the one monster coming from Nevada, and um, the other Muto is flying across the ocean, and Godzilla is swimming across the ocean. And they're all heading to the Bay Area, because I guess that's the closest point somehow. Um, yeah, was there any other reason why they were heading for the San Francisco? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the nuke was around there. I don't remember how long it took them to get the nuke and, and start luring the monsters. Well, yeah, yeah. at this point, the nuke was in somewhere else, like Northern California or wherever it was. They started on the train. Well, I mean, that one of the monsters ended up there, so that one was following the nuke. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess they just needed to take it to a body of water. Uh, so. so they could detonate it. Yeah, that's right. They wanted to bring it out to uh, a safe distance so they could blow up Godzilla and the thing and the other thing. Is 20 miles a safe distance? It doesn't sound like a safe distance, but they got to know <laughs> what they're talking about. They're army guys. They make most of the right moves, right? Yeah, they know what's up. Um, <laughs> Except I mean... they put nukes on a train and then it got eaten <laughs> in like five seconds. And then they were able to chopper it away in no time. Like, well, you know, that's one of the little things that I did kind of like about this movie is, the, um, I mean, aside from just taking this movie like straight to New York, you got to see some kind of some locations you wouldn't normally expect to see in a big monster movie, like some weird, you know train area some weird railroad track area or like hawaii or like las vegas you know mm-hmm. that was i mean that wasn't like like amazing or anything but it was just it was a nice kind of little change of pace to try to separate it from maybe some of those other just monster attacks new york movies yeah but it's like i i'm just not buying people not noticing gigantic things <laughs> it's, it's so just, big it, like there's a scene early on in the in this jungle area in Hawaii where they're like, "What's going on?" And then there's like a giant battleship just lying in the jungle. It's like, "Oh, maybe we should have noticed that earlier." <laughs> uh, and then there's a scene when they're on the trains when the monster is literally just standing there still, and they walk around it like they can't. Like, oh, what? It's perfectly silent. This gigantic creature. I mean, yeah, you'd probably hear it breathing or something. Something that big's got to make some noise. So. Uh, I guess that's, you know, if if you're gonna believe a movie has giant monsters, you then you gotta believe that they're capable of anything, I guess. And it's weird because they're slow. Like, if I feel like it takes a long time for Godzilla to do the tail whip at, at the end. Well, he's, that's he's like his bulky. He's fat, move. Sean. He's obese. <laughs> um. So the train sequence. Did you did. How did you guys feel about this? I mean, fine. Like, fine. You're fine? Like, it's really? just an action you not sequence on a train. Ah. What, what should I feel about it? I just felt like this is really dumb. Like th- That was the first scene in the movie that I was like, why are they doing this? Why is any of this happening? Why can't they put the nuke on a plane? Well, I guess if you put the nuke on a plane and that does one of those EMP things, <laughs> it'd go off. Yeah, but they, that's what they ended up doing anyway. They scooped it up with a helicopter and flew it in and there was no problem. I feel like that was a last-ditch attempt, though. You're kind of running out of ideas at that point. 
That EMP thing was intense, bro. Though I guess if you think about it, a train is a really bad idea because like it's confined to a track. It can't like move around. So if somehow the monster does come towards it, and it will be immediately drawn to it because it's got the nuke on it, it's it's not gonna be able to get away at all. So I guess that was a pretty bad idea. Just didn't think about that till right now. But I, I thought it was it looked cool. Like I was saying earlier, it was a kind of sequence I wouldn't normally expect to see in a monster movie. Um, I mean, it doesn't really make sense, <laughs> but was, very little did. So I was kind of suspenseful where he was kind of standing up a little bit, and I was like, I think I could just like stand up straight, and the whole thing would get knocked over. That's a, that, that's how I thought, because I didn't know about the Bay Bridge until Colin tweeted about it the night before, <laughs> and then uh, so I, I thought Godzilla was just gonna like come out of the water there and just freaking knock the whole thing just to smithereens not like take it a piece part with his hands <laughs> alright so so we're, we're talking about now we're checking in with the with mother and son again um they're at this hospital uh where who gives a shit mom's, <laughs> mom's like a nurse or a doctor she's a nurse and her kid's there and this this lady comes by and she's like, "This is the most boring part of the movie." <laughs> she's it's like, "Look, pretty boring. look, the monsters are coming here, so we're just gonna like take all kids and put them on buses and drive and them away. Send them to <laughs> Oakland. <laughs> yeah, great idea." And uh, Elizabeth Olsen's like, "Okay, well, here's my kid. Go for it." I for some I, reason, I guess after this movie, like, do, does everybody just move to Oakland? <laughs> well, everyone's moving to Oakland, anyways. Um, I oh no, she says she, like she wants to stay in San Francisco because she believes Ford is coming, and Ford's an idiot who wouldn't just go to Oakland and check that they're there first. He would just assume that his dumbass family is hiding where all the monsters are. <laughs> Um, so that results in this kid being with the other kids on this bus on the bridge, uh, why when Godzilla are, why shows up. Why are they up. on the Bay Bridge? I mean, why are they on the Golden Gate Bridge? <laughs> you gotta like, get to Oakland. Right? Yeah, because that's not how you get to Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just because you have to make, uh, <laughs> a giant monster destroy the... Golden Gate Bridge in a movie like this. It's just gotta that, happen. That makes absolutely I never thought of that. It, it just has to happen. I just like that they actually destroyed the Bay Bridge too because everyone just like, pretends it doesn't exist in movies. <laughs> <laughs> well now that it's all like brand new they gotta fuck it up. Yeah. I don't a, remember it, that though. I it's a good bridge. Blowing that up. I mean it's pretty <laughs> it's not made a big deal of I think a monster just kind of smashes it and just get goes on his way. That that reminds me of another question for you, Colin. Does this look anything remotely like San Francisco, like the city? Like I mean, it does, but I'm pretty sure like all of it was CG. Yeah. I mean, it just like, seems all, so big. None yeah, of it. Here's my question, Colin. Like, yeah, it seemed. Well, first of all, there's no skyscrapers on the west part of the peninsula, are there? Like the beach on the ocean, it's it's all on the bay side. Yeah, like downtown is on the east part of the peninsula, and yeah, Godzilla like 
downtown is like probably like 20 square miles like maybe not even that like it's relatively small I felt like Godzilla had this huge city to go through like I feel like yeah. Godzilla standing up would just be like as big as downtown San Francisco <laughs> But yeah, I'm pretty sure it was all done on like a soundstage. Oh, of course. Also, the Bart logo looked weird when they actually... Because <laughs> they actually like included the Bart because they're like, yeah, we, we're, we're going for the Bay Area authenticity, but like... Had some weird made-up logo. Not that that's super important. But... Well, it is because that's where Elizabeth Olsen ends up for the rest of the movie. Yeah, uh, some Bart station. They drive, they drive the kid away. Like Godzilla shows up and they shoot at it, and the bus makes it off the bridge. Whatever. And Elizabeth Olsen just like goes down to this Bart station and gets scared by Godzilla. I was all about the bus driver. He was pretty. He was not trying to follow orders. They must have cut to that his foot hitting the pedal like fifteen times. <laughs> What was the point of him, like, trying to get, like, do that escape if it never, like... I feel like they just ended up being on the bridge anyway. It's not like that driver took him off the bridge or something. They wanted to show that he's a fucking hero. I guess they wanted to show there's, you know, it was just manic chaos, you know. People are trying to get off. People are trying to do whatever they can. What the hell were they shooting rockets all over the goddamn place for? Gotta do something. That's pissing me off. Yeah, it's weird because, like, so much they've talked about, like, Godzilla's just there to fight the other Mutos, and that they're, they're just shooting at Godzilla alone. It's not I'm a very good strategy. Scared. It's like, well, okay, we killed Godzilla, now we're fucked, because there's two Mutos and nothing to fight it. I wonder if, like, all those people know all that stuff. I mean, I guess the, like, sergeant guy wouldn't keep secrets, but... I mean, I think there was a certain point where he said, like, yeah, let's just, you know, tell people about stuff. But people get scared. People are stupid. So I guess that sort of makes sense. Um, how close are we to the sequence where Ford and the army guys jump out of planes? We're right there. So after okay. after the train gets wrecked, uh, Ford gets picked up. And it's nighttime. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> a very key detail you left out there. I'm just uh, like... I was telling John, I want to see a Godzilla movie where he fights everything in the like broad daylight. <laughs> it's sweet. It's just too goddamn dark. I can't see. Yeah. Well, so, and at this point, the, the like whole city is clouds too because it's uh, raining. Uh, no, there, were, there weren't natural clouds. It was like the 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 mutos made clouds somehow. Monster clouds. Monster I clouds. I didn't know that. There's like a weird scene. <laughs> they get together to like oh, get down, and they're like, "We down. need a little privacy." Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Uh, and so David Strathairn's like, "Check it out. We're gonna try this nuke thing again." Uh, oh wait, no, no. The 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 nuke got yanked by the Mutos, and so we need you to go disarm it, or if you can't disarm it, drag it out into the ocean like the original plan, so that it doesn't blow up and destroy everyone left in San Francisco. Um, so Ford and the other elite commandos jump out of an airplane to go do that. And they use that song from the trailer from uh, 2001, which makes me wonder if 
like the editor saw how well that trailer was done and just like okay well I'll just use that song because the whole rest of the movie has an original score and it's pretty cool it's just it's too bad that they had to rely on something that another movie already kind of used yeah but I like that sequence it was uh, it looked cool sure did that's maybe one of the maybe the best sequence or maybe one of the better sequences that was like non-Godzilla though he did you know the monsters did show up when they got closer and that was that was pretty cool anytime you can get that sense of scale it's like ah those things are pretty pretty big Mm -hmm. that's always cool I can't remember there was no guys that like just fell in like monster mouths were there (laughs) (laughs) you know what I uh, yeah I wanted to see some guys like accidentally hit some buildings or something because they said that was like that's a risk you know you might hit one of the buildings. I was like, oh, cool. We're going to see a guy go. <laughs> <laughs> or just like land right on top of one of like Godzilla's like, sh- like sharp, spiny things. Just get pierced. Were they anywhere near Godzilla? Yeah, a little bit. I seem to recall someone like landed like, or was, you know, flying past him. I don't know if that was their intention. I guess it was because they're trying to get the, the new thing right that's what they're trying to do that's yeah what saying which the the at this point the mutos have taken the nuke thing and covered it with their fertilized eggs um i like how you said that <laughs> very sexual so that uh when when the eggs hatch i guess they could eat the uh the big nuke um and you know, because they, they had to jump out because of the EMP thing, they had to jump out at like a really high height, so they couldn't really see what they were jumping into with all the clouds and with the crazy height. But they get down there and they use their special GPS thing to find the nuke, and they can't disarm it, so they decide to yank it out and drag it away, and everything's going really well until Ford's like, wait a minute, I've got an idea. And he blows up everything. <laughs> so he can kill all the all the baby mutos. And uh, Mama Muto comes back from fighting Godzilla just to see what's going on. Uh, so this is like a nice little moment because like, Godzilla's starting to lose the fight because it's two on one. Uh, so this, this, this like breaks up his fight. So it's it's kind of like Ford's doing Godzilla solid. Um, <laughs> this is when we finally and Godzilla's like thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much is later on. Uh, this is when like we get the most uncut away from fighting, where we see Godzilla take down the flying Muto, the male, uh, with a sweet tail whip. Uh, which anyone who plays Pokemon knows just lowers defense, doesn't actually hit for damage. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I don't think that applies to this movie because he did some damage. <laughs> um, so Mama Muto's back at Ford, who's, you know, he got left behind by his military dudes because they're all, like, literally carrying a giant bomb. Uh, Mom Muto is just, like steering Ford down, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this one personal. Uh, but Godzilla shows up and he unleashes his atomic breath, which is sweet. I, that wasn't something you could be sure they were gonna do. Uh, 
It was um, so sweet. It's so sweet. That was my favorite part. <laughs> Uh, but it doesn't kill the Muto. Yeah, it does. Uh, no, no, no. Because the first time he blasts him, it saves Ford. Oh, then, I thought you were talking about the second time. And the second time. Yeah, okay, so Ford, like, escapes. They get on a boat. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Godzilla beats up the, the Muto. Then rips its jaws open. And a tog breathes down its throat. Which decapitates it. That was sweet. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. It's fucking nice. It's pretty brutal. (laughs) So brutal. Can't wait for that gif. (laughs) (laughs) It's gotta be out there. It's a little early, but in time. Oh yeah, I guess. Unless it'll just be like, like you know, in that impact font, pwned. pwned. (laughs) And then like sunglasses come down and it's like (laughs) deal with it. Deal with it. We gotta get on that. <laughs> you heard it here. We have authorship towards that. <laughs> yeah, authorship over a GIF, which don't think there's any way of making any money out of that. So, just want people to know. You get like Reddit yeah. gold. Okay. That a thing Reddit gold. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what it is, is, but it's a thing. So, at this point, all the army dudes are dead, um, except for Ford, who's on this boat with the nuke, and he can't disarm it, because he's tired, because everywhere he goes, giant monsters show up and attack him. (laughs) Uh, It's pretty tiring. (laughs) Take a toll on him. So, he sees Godzilla show up and kill the other Muta, and he's like, whatever, I'll take a nap. (laughs) He falls asleep. And he wakes up, and he's on a helicopter, and the nuke is exploding behind him, sort of blurred out in the background. And he's just like, noise. And he goes... <laughs> How did the nuke get out there? It was the, He was able to get the boat started, even though it got, like, ripped in half. Uh, so it was just cruising. And he had, like, he turned on the GPS, so I guess they were implying the GPS was steering the boat. But probably not. It probably just went straight. I don't think it really matters. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, we cut to it. It's a little later. Uh, People are hanging out, I believe, in the O.Co. Coliseum. Uh, I thought it was Candlestick. Oh, it was a Candlestick? Nice. Because it's all red, but... I don't know. Candlestick's pretty pretty far south. It could have survived. It's not that far south, just a vague stadium. You know? It's just one of those many stadiums in the Bay Area. I just thought it was Candlestick because it's all red. I don't know. I've never... Because that would mean they're like. trying to get across the bridge north, and then somehow they got all the way across the city to the south. I'm sure this, they, that doesn't matter. <laughs> like geography bugs me. Mm, yeah. So, Ford and his family reunite. They're like, can't believe you made it. You guys had to go through such hardships, I assume. And they look at the big screen, and they see that Godzilla's dead as well. And they're like, oh, that sucks. Because, like, we had a total bro moment back there. <laughs> a bromant. A bromant. those are called. We looked into each other. I thought everyone was disappointed. I'm sure most people were like, yeah, fuck that. Well, no, they weren't, because then Godzilla wakes up, 
and and like the lower third on the newscast is like king of monsters alive savior of the city returns to sea yeah, yeah. it had a question mark at the yeah, end yeah it had a question mark he's like savior of the city or like <laughs> total you know asshole. Ford he's like noise noise <laughs> um, so Godzilla stands up and he roars one last time and then he hops in the ocean and and that's the movie that's the plot of all of Godzilla Mm-hmm. No ending like like mid credit sequence if I'm mistaken. I, I I heard something that there was something in Asian markets, but I have no idea if that is true. It can't be. <laughs> it's just Ken Watanabe going. That was the best fight. Oh. He waited his whole life for that. I didn't really talk about his part or David Strather. It didn't really matter. <laughs> see, that's, see, that's the biggest problem with this movie. I mean, aside from, I mean, it didn't. No, I, like, I guess that is the biggest problem. I mean, it? it's the biggest problem, but it's also, like, not that big of a problem because it's a movie where you just want to see monsters fight each other. I it's a movie where you, that's know. what you want, but yeah, this, I don't this know movie's that you really... ambition was to tell a human story set in the backdrop of this monster attack. I don't know if it was its ambition. Like, I, I mean, did. I did. Like, you have to say that. It's like, no, we're just going to make some shitty movie about Godzilla. <laughs> about Godzilla. I, I mean, honestly, I think Godzilla was the, the, the most... He was the coolest character out of everyone. Yeah, so yeah. They didn't really... I mean, I liked him more than anybody else. It's true. Which is good enough for a Godzilla movie, I think. Better than him being your least favorite character. Like in the '90s, Godzilla, <laughs> just being a total asshole. I'm trying to see that. I just bought it on DVD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to come over to Seattle this weekend and watch it with me and Sean, you guys should come over here and watch it. <sighs> <laughs> That's not gonna happen. No. So, John, you guys uh, can work that out later. Mm-hmm. I know you've yes. been waiting for a Godzilla movie for a long time. How did this meet uh, your expectations? Was it the kind of movie you wanted it to be? Um, I mean, it was okay. I wouldn't say I was disappointed. Um, actually, I kind of lost interest uh, once Pacific Rim came out because I feel like that kind of took away a lot of the steam. It was like, all right, well, this is what a modern-day big monster movie with you know Japanese monsters is like. You know, I got that. I got enough from that. What did you say? When, I, you know, I was when, still, what, when what came out? When Pacific Rim came okay. out. But I was still excited just because I'm a fan of the character. I, I love, you know, his design. I love his powers. I love the mythology. And, I mean, so much so that in, I found the article on our blog in 2010, <laughs> in April. I wrote a top ten uh, things... I hope you know, like I I want to see in the upcoming Godzilla because it was back then when they announced that Legendary Pictures had got the rights. So um, I guess I can kind of name them off. You know, it's kind of like Kruger's Keys to the Game or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we'll go through them. And... Mariners fans will appreciate that. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll just rattle them off. I mean, some of the stuff I put I wouldn't even necessarily agree with now. But anyways, uh, they're they're no particular order. My number 10 was Set It in Japan. Nope. I thought it would have been nice to see Godzilla in his home his home territory. You know, maybe have an American come over to Japan. Um, they gave, they gave you a we didn't really out. get that, though. I guess. 
Yeah, sure. We got to see the Muto in Japan. Did I don't did Godzilla ever step on mainland Japan? No. He wasn't I don't think even so. close to it. It wasn't until Hawaii that he showed up. But I mean oh, okay. they, they give you no, no. the Japan factor. Yeah, they give you a Japanese guy who's just all about Godzilla the whole time. <laughs> uh, number nine. Uh make it have really good three D. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone see it in 3D? Uh, no, I think it was in 3D, but I think they released it in the just like who gives a shit 3D, like you know, just one of those last minute processes. Oh. So they didn't live up to that one. Well, do you For think shame. you do you think you wrote this at a time in your life when <laughs> 3D was a bigger deal than it is? Now? I mean, I think I was more willing to see it, but even reading this post, it does sound like I was a little weary of how many 3D movies were coming out. <laughs> yeah. That's, when did you write this? 2010. Um, but when? Because like Avatar was December yeah, I'd seen Avatar. It was April of 2010. Already it had worn on Yeah. Uh, so it, I wouldn't say it lived up to really good 3D. I mean, none of us saw it in 3D, but I didn't hear anything about it being worth seeing in 3D, as far as I know. Um, okay, I'll, I'll just move ahead. Number eight is uh, no big name celebrities. Mm, pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's something they did. Yeah, I didn't want you know any distractions, so kudos there. Number seven, include Godzilla's powers, which they did. Yeah. His atomic breath. Did they not? So ninety-eight. Uh, uh, all I remember ninety-eight is there's a scene where there is like a fire and somehow Godzilla like blows, like on the fire, so it like propels it, like like it's creating the illusion that it's like a fire breath but he's just like blowing on it so it's like see it's like he's doing it but he's like not really doing it so and everyone's just like everyone's just like fuck you <laughs> like no one wants that if we want to see him breathe fire or a laser or something we want to see him do it not cop out like that yeah it's more realistic it's like darkness. yeah it's more realistic but we've got a giant fucking lizard we need to ground him in reality uh number six uh, no hide and seek. Don't hide them a lot. Show them a lot. Um, I'm not gonna give it a pass on that one. I mean, I feel like we did get to see him a good a good chunk near the end, but I think everyone agrees that it would have been nice to see him a little more. A lot of like just part of Godzilla shots. Like, I mean, he's pretty big, but yeah. I mean, I mean, I wasn't so much as bothered as those like shots where you just see a tail as I was bothered as those cutaways just when something's getting good. Yeah. Those were more disappointing than anything. Okay. It's, it's almost like, couldn't you give us a little more? Just just a taste more? Just let us see that first hit land. Please. Okay. Um, my number five is try to include homages and little jokes and hints to the original movies or the original series. I didn't really see a lot of that, though I did notice there was one scene where they were back in the quarantine zone and you saw a moth in like a little habitat and it said Mothra on it. Oh. So that was like stuff like that, but more of that. You know, open it with like the Toho scope logo, even though I don't think Toho actually produced at all, you know. Hmm. That's not a big... Uh, that, that definitely sounds like me trying to pad out this list. <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle. Uh, number four. Include the Godzilla theme, which they didn't do. 
I, I didn't really think they were going to, but I would have been so happy had you know had they done that. They had a, a roar that was kind of right. It was pretty close. The roar was the sound. The sound that Godzilla made was for the, yeah. I'd say that was pretty spot on. But they didn't have his theme. I mean, it's been in all the Japanese Godzilla movies, so it would have been nice to see that again. Uh, but the music was okay. I don't remember it being particularly memorable. I wonder if like. Like, I'm not sure that they should use the original Godzilla theme, because, like, maybe that's that's just something that belongs to Japanese Godzilla, and we haven't earned it over here. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I feel like what people keep forgetting is those Japanese movies aren't that good either, so right. why not take all the good things we can and put it all together in one movie? So, uh, I don't know, I, you can go either way on that one. Number three kind of going out there with this one, I thought in 2010 that they should make it a period piece in the 50s or 60s, which I thought would have been really interesting. No way, no fucking way they would have done that, though. That is way too bold for any studio, I think. What I but. did like was the look of, uh, like, Brian Cranston's, uh, like, office in, in the, uh, the plant. Because that uh-huh. had some nice old-timey-looking, like giant boards of lit up buttons and stuff yeah it would have been cool you could tie it closer to uh the actual bombings in japan or maybe you could tie in some cold war stuff i don't know Uh, but that's not really a big deal i mean obviously they didn't do that it's not really that important but i thought they would have had some balls had they done that uh number two is uh make godzilla look like godzilla Say they get a check there. He looks pretty good. Looks like pretty fat. <laughs> That's fine with me. Yeah, it's too bad Japan hates him, but can't win them all. Japan hates the current one. Yeah, they say he's too fat. <laughs> it's not like see that pisses me off. It's not like they've done anything good with him in like sixty years. <laughs> like I feel like they've kind of cheapened Godzilla over the years. I mean. For so long, people think, oh, Godzilla, ho, ho, guy in a rubber suit. And those movies are laughable, and they are bad. I even say the 98 Godzilla is probably better than a lot of the Japanese ones. So, I don't know. I, they think they're so great just because they invented Godzilla. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> You're good people, though. Efficient. My number one I don't agree with anymore, but it was... Uh, to have it just be Godzilla and no other monsters, now I can't even, like, I don't know why I'd want that, because I feel like we got, we've gotten that a couple times. Just Godzilla. I mean, I think what I was working off of back then is when you include a bunch of other monsters or anything like that, it right off the bat complicates the plot and will make it confusing, but I don't know, I mean... <laughs> It, it's it's hard to make Godzilla make sense even when he's just by himself. So, it's an interesting challenge because, um, like, I mean, this wasn't the approach in the nineteen ninety eight version. They just made him a bad dude until the end when he looks sad and like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have killed Godzilla. Uh, but if you were doing it right, you'd want Godzilla to be you know a misunderstood creature, like not not a straight villain. And so if he's the only monster in the movie, that does give you the opportunity to kind of 
develop the the complexity there of like he's dangerous and he's killing people and he's destroying things and he needs to be stopped but also he's just you know doing what comes naturally to him and it's it's not it's not malice mm-hmm. and instead they just made him a superhero cuz superheroes are big right now oh yeah and like superheroes, he's already. I, I I don't know if it's been officially greenlit, but it's it seems pretty uh, uh, likely that they will be making another one of these. Would you like to see any of this cast return? No. <laughs> <laughs> Start fresh. They didn't. I don't. I'm not attached to any of these people. I think for the direction they should go for the next one, they should definitely have something come down from space. Just putting it out there. And it should be King Ghidorah. It should come down like a huge asteroid or something. Blows up over Russia. We can finally get a... Uh, see, like, I want I want a middle America, like, Kansas Godzilla fight. Just out, <laughs> out in a cornfield, just wide open. No it's kind of like... Mono e mono. It's kind of like in Power Rangers how they're always in some place like Malibu, but then when they got in their Megazords, they were in like some desert. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Some desert. Sparks. Or Tokyo, Japan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, in conclusion, would you tell someone to go see Godzilla in theaters? Yeah, sure. If if they were on the fence, I'd tell them that you could, they could rent it. <laughs> I give a half thumb up. So, if if I understand what you're saying, if someone said, hey, I, I'm thinking of going to see Godzilla, is it worth it? You'd be like, sure. Like, or would you or would you dissuade them and say, eh, just rent it? I mean, it depends like, on the person. But yeah, I'd, I'd be probably like, be like, eh, I guess. If you want to see five minutes of awesome Godzilla stuff, <laughs> go. I th- there's more than five. I think there's five good minutes of fighting. There's some interesting visuals. I think throughout the whole movie, um, sure. some fine set pieces. Just <laughs> they kill off the only character I gave a damn about. Like maybe twenty minutes into the movie, <laughs> and and you guys, or at least Colin, said he's all about Godzilla, but. I felt pretty... He's the character I gave a damn about. <laughs> He's just a fat, surly motherfucker. He's just gonna kick some ass. What more do you want? I, just, I wasn't able to feel as close to him as you did. It's <laughs> um, too bad. So that's the kind of movie that Godzilla is. Uh, we've been... Uh, the top 10 Thursdays guys you can check out that podcast maybe as soon as next week uh, when we're going to be uh, revisiting the topic of, of movies like this hopefully mm-hmm. if everything if everything breaks right that's what we'll be doing hopefully there will be even more talk about the 1998 Godzilla <laughs> <laughs> it should be fun is there going to be any Godzilla 2000 talk I don't really know um, much about Godzilla 2000 I saw it in theaters it's not bad. Oh, yeah? It's all right. So there you go. There's one thing they did in the 60 years of <laughs> controlling I guess. that property. It's still got in a suit, though. Yeah. Weird. Really? It was a combination of that and really bad seed CG. About <laughs> <laughs> to YouTube this. Oh, you should YouTube uh, The Final Wars or something like that. 
Yeah, the angry video game nerd did a great review of that. That is the like the most ridiculous Godzilla movie ever made. Well, that and that one about the little kid who just imagines Godzilla and like talks to Godzilla's son, and Godzilla's son talks like Goofy. And if you don't feel like going to the Angry Video Game Nerds website, you can go to our website, which is mildlypleased.com, uh, where you'll find, well, not that specific content, but you can look up John's top ten list and, and read in detail what he wrote From four years ago. Three, no, four years ago, yeah. Um, or just keep it locked onto this iTunes feed that you found, hopefully, and uh, something new will come. Thanks for listening, and now I will return to the sea where I shall go into deep slumber. Another movie appears, which I must smite down with my rage. Thanks for listening. See you guys.